Hey, all you non-listeners out there, what's up? This is Gene Van Horn, host of the What Happens When podcast. Uh, you made your way to this page. Uh, I ask that you hit the subscribe button, but I also ask that you hit the support this podcast button. Go ahead and uh, hit the 99 cents at the bare minimum. It helps me do what I love to do, which is entertain you guys. You don't have to hit the 10 bucks. You don't have to hit the 5 bucks. Just hit the $1. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming to the podcast, and I hope you enjoy to the What Happens When podcast. And here is your host, Gene Van Horn. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the world's second most dangerous podcast. I'm your host, Gene Van Horn, and you are tuning into What Happens When. It is a show of a couple of friends that sit around a laptop and talk about whatever the hell we like. So welcome in. If you're new to the show, a little bit about myself. Uh, I was in the entertainment industry for, I don't know, probably about six or seven, eight years uh, doing some management for No Limit. Shout out to No Limit, man, by the way. You guys are doing big things right now, and I'm happy for you and all the uh, return success that you guys are uh, that you guys are receiving right now. I'm happy for you. So shout out to the Colonel. Uh, salute. Shout out to Silk the Shocker. You know, my big bro, uh, G5J, and all those that, that have been a part of that journey. But I did that uh, for most of the 2000s and um, moved on from there. And now I got a show where I talk about, you know, some of my experiences. And then I have people on that I uh, just love to hang out with. And it's just friends just kind of shooting the breeze, you know. So uh, if you're new here, go ahead and click that like. If you're on Facebook, go to anchor.com hit subscribe but more importantly hit support this show uh and go ahead and click the 99 cents option and uh you know give us that money we need your money uh it helps me continue to do what i do and that's bring you entertainment like tonight uh i'm gonna have on two good friends of mine one in the beginning and then the other one will show up a little bit later but they are starting their career out in YouTube, um, and it's something that we kind of chatted about a while before, and I'm happy to see them do. So we'll get right into it. My guest tonight, YouTubers, fitness and lifestyle YouTubers, Lex and Sage. Welcome, welcome. Ooh, thank you, Gene. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm good, you know, just hanging in there, hanging in there. Yep. Yeah, just trying to see uh, what life is all about during this COVID season. It's been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> right. So to say, right? Yeah, you know, it's actually kind of cool to see how businesses, though, are um, adapting to the new normal, you know, like restaurants on sidewalks and stuff like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I I'm actually super interested in seeing what the new normal is because i'm pretty sure it's a mixture of this and what life used to be mm -hmm. right rather than uh rather than just this because I, I i can't yeah. imagine that this lasts forever right 
I hope not. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. I mean, maybe towards the end of the year and then next year, things will start being a little bit different. Right. Most definitely. So yeah. um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Let everybody know a little bit about you guys while they look at that gorgeous picture, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and uh, tell, tell them what's going on. Yeah. So uh, I'm Lex and my boyfriend is Sage, who will be here a little bit later. But we have been involved in the fitness industry myself personally for six plus years and sage a little bit longer than that but like you said we're just kind of starting our bodybuilding career and we're just kind of starting our youtube career um you know this past couple months and sage has done bodybuilding for five years and i just started my bodybuilding career a year and a half ago and so that's those are those pictures that you see right there that was sage's last show and that was my first show and we both actually won first place in those pictures right there. And uh, we're just trying to, you know, motivate, inspire, put some content out that people can either use or just take knowledge from um, about fitness, you know, about the fitness industry, about nutrition, how to live a healthy lifestyle. Um, I mean, we don't always look that shredded all the time. We definitely <laughs> like to indulge in, in, you know, sweet foods, junk food, things like that, but, you know, a healthy balance of it. Yeah, that's cool. What what kind of got you into like uh, bodybuilding? Because when I first met you, it was in the gym, but I don't think mm -hmm. you were competing at the time. Um, I think you were just kind of working out and you were a fitness enthusiast. I know you did some dancing um, yeah. and you just decided to go for it and won. And that was amazing. By the way, you guys look great in those pictures. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm looking to uh, to bring a better package next time around. But yes, how, well, um, how do you we... get much better than that? What the hell? Is <laughs> you won first place. You can't win more than first place, Alex. Well, I mean, <laughs> yes and no. I mean, for those people who don't know, like the bodybuilding industry, there's like levels to it as far as like the picture right there. That's an amateur competition. And so the level above that would be like a national level and then like a pro league level. Got so it. each division or each league has like specific requirements. And so um, the improvements that I need to make now will help me at my national level. Okay, cool, but, that's, that's super cool. So, I mean, so you're you're just gonna go win first place in every damn division that they have, right? <laughs> I really I really hope so, one day. <laughs> well, well what, what, what made you make that decision from like casual workout fan to, uh, you know, let's, let's try and make a run at this thing, you know? Yeah, well, to be honest, I, I never really wanted to compete in. It has, it has a lot to do with Sage. He was kind of like the sole purpose as to why I started competing just because we were living together at the time and he was eating specifically like these meals and I was eating one way and it just seemed a little bit more convenient if we did like the same food, you know, we're on the same kind of rhythm. And so he convinced me to do a show, which was awesome. And I was a little hesitant at first, to be honest, just because I was so into fitness and I was so into working out and I had my specific routine and I kind of didn't want bodybuilding to ruin my love for fitness or my love for working out. But it actually made me fall in love with fitness a little bit more. It made me appreciate the sport. It made me appreciate um, the way your body can transform from looking one way to another way. And so I did my first show I got a coach and she kind of guided me all the way through that and I guess there's like no looking back now I'd like to take it 
as far as like the Olympia one day. Oh, snap. So the Olympia yeah. is like where it's at. That's that's the Super Bowl of like working out, right? Correct. Yeah, the best of the best from all over the world competing in specific divisions. Mm -hmm. And right right now you're you're bulking. I think I saw in your uh, latest episode that you were bulking. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Why would you need to do that? Like, explain that to me. I don't. I, I obviously have uh, workout experience in boxing, but uh -huh. I don't. I don't really know why you would want to bulk. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of interesting, especially for like, I'm kind of smaller in my division. I'm an, uh, a figure competitor. And so the girls in my division, they need like broad shoulders, big lats, big quads. And I've always been a very like small petite girl. Mm -hmm. And so on my bulking, which is like my off season, um, I am actually trying to put on some more muscle mass so that I can look better on stage uh, next time around. Oh, sweet. That's super cool. Sage is about oh, right yeah. now. So Sage is about to come in. So we might hear the dog <laughs> go crazy, ladies and gentlemen. What's the dog's name, by the way? So I have two dogs. I have a small uh, Dosh Hound Cocker Spaniel mix. Okay. And his name is Bubba. And we have a German Shepherd Doberman Pinscher mix. And she's, yeah, she's a little bit bigger. Okay, there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, just walking in the building, casually late. He, was, he wasn't too late, though. I'm actually surprised he, he came in. <laughs> yeah, I apologize for being a little late. Just came from work. So sorry about that. That's all good, man. We'll, with the way you look in that picture, we'll, we'll go ahead and let it go. We'll, we'll, we'll let it go. <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> so um, uh, Lex was in the middle of talking about her fitness journey um and what got her from casual workout fan to um like competition level what took you from uh you know chubby hangout man to the uh, filipino adonis that we see on the stage there um man that's a journey that like kind of goes back all the way to like my junior senior year of high school that's when i first started working out and like we, I've talked about before, like those first couple of years were just me kind of like finding my footing and actually just learning how to work out. And it was just kind of something I, I picked up and just really got hooked onto. But it wasn't until like, I would say in 2020, like 2017, when I picked up a coach and really, really got serious about competing and like transforming my body because before it was just, um, there was a learning curve that I just had to, that I had, to, I had to get from my coach because before it was just more so me trying to pick in, um, just find how to understand how to do everything with a right. coach that's kind of like feeding me and learn and just teaching me how to do it the right way. Everything just kind of took off. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. uh, that's one thing why personal training is so damn important. Uh, even just for the like casual workout person. Cause I know that's one thing that helped me is like, I actually, uh, y'all may not know this cause I don't look like it, but, uh, Sage actually trained me for a little bit. Um, so I could get my fat butt in shape, but it didn't work because I, I quit on him before he quit on me, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what to do. So like when I go to the gym, like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Like I know how to do a boxing workout. I could do it, you know, with my eyes closed. And uh, that was one thing that kind of like working with you guys uh, showed me uh, 
you know, that you always have that extra hand kind of guiding you. And I guess that's what took you to the next level, right? Right. That and just like even just jumping to the whole like like competing aspect. Like I played basketball all my life before and for a while I, I was trying to figure out like, okay, great. I love this working out thing, but like what do I do with it? Right. And then it was also like just working out in the gym by myself wasn't filling those competitive juices that I had that basketball fulfilled for me. So that's when I just was like, okay, I really just got to make this jump. And it was, it was what I thought it was going to be and just kind of fulfilled what I needed. That's cool. That's really yeah. cool, man. So tell me about your YouTube channel. What's it called? What, what, what are we doing there? What we got going? So it's called, bit? yeah, Lex and Sage Fitness. Um, to be honest, we haven't really thought of like a brand yet. Mm -hmm. um, but this is what we're called now, Lex and Sage Fitness. Um, you can find us on YouTube. Our IG links are there. Um, my Facebook link is on one of them, I think. But yeah, that's us. And like I said, if you watched our first video, it's essentially we're just trying to put out content to help people in everyday life or in a competition life or better healthy habits, um, things like that. And then show you some workouts in between. Yeah, because I think like it just goes back to what you were saying, like what, what everyone's main problem is a lot of the times, like there's so much information the information's out there to learn but there's so much of it and it's so cluttered that a lot of people just kind of get stuck and they don't know how to go about getting in better shape or creating healthy habits or putting the right correct diet for them because there's so much out there so what we're trying to do one of our main goals is just to kind of simplify it for the just the regular person show them that it's not this it's going to be hard but show them that it's not the most difficult thing and that you can't figure it out that there's ways to do if you put a play a plan in place mm -hmm. that you could get it done that's awesome man um that's a great message and you guys are a cute couple and i think i kind of told you guys before you would make a great uh youtube channel so i'm really glad to see that you guys got things going um i watched the first and second episode uh i, I watched, you watched uh, the second one I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah it was today Thanks, it was Steve. today yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I got to do my job as a host, right? <laughs> <laughs> I um, appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. I'm a fan of your guys always. Um, anybody that's a friend of mine, I always wish for their success and um, I'll support no matter what's going on. Um, so, yeah, I watched the first and second episode. Actually, in the second episode, I saw a glimpse of a very familiar Keurig coffee uh maker I saw... <laughs> no it's definitely not, <laughs> not that, that was a brand new one that i got it i was like dang first the amazon alexa device or whatever it is what's it the fire stick and now the coffee thing jeez <laughs> uh, no i think that was the curing that we got i think it was another like a hammy down that we got or something from someone <laughs> Yeah, I bought you that. Oh wait, just uh, kidding. Yeah, you did buy me that. <laughs> you know what's so cool though is we actually we've lived in our house for a little over a year, and we just got our couch together. Like our living room couch is now our couch because the two couches that my dog tore up were both hand-me-down couches. So nice. we're super excited. We just got our own couch. Well, make sure the dog doesn't tear up that new one. <laughs> That's why we sent her to training. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, how'd that go? How, how'd you guys... Is that documented yeah. in the show sooner or later or what? Eventually, yeah, we, yeah, we will. It's, it's a lifesaver, man. Just because, like, now she's calm and relaxed. So she's a very um, fearful dog. Like, she's from the shelter. So, like, if we leave her, she has, like, anxiety and separation issues. 
And now that she's learned how to like live in her in her little crate when we're gone, she's not destroying the house because that's what she would do to kill time again. You have to cope with the anxiety. Man, that's crazy. I had a dog yeah. who mad at uh, he had mad anxiety. Oh, uh, she. Her name was Hershey. She was a pit bull. I got her from my dad. And uh, she just used to like sit by the back door and slobber, just like <laughs> mounds of slobber. Just it, it was so gross. So That's I had to give so her back. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the weirdest times in the world because he gave me uh, that dog and then one of like my favorite dogs I ever had named Rock. So it was Hershey mm-hmm. and Rock. Um, I had to take Hershey back because she was just too much to handle. I took them over the Angeles Crest over there, uh, you know, to Palmdale. Um, mm-hmm. And they both just threw up. They took turns throwing up in the back of my car. It was hilarious. My wife, oh my she was <laughs> crying, laughing. Like, we felt bad for them, but it was just so funny that they were just throwing up <laughs> left and right. We had to clean the car. It was it was ridiculous. Um, yeah, it was ridiculously gross. But the uh, YouTube link is in the comments, ladies and gentlemen. So go ahead and uh, click that link and subscribe. And hit the like button as much as you can. Um, yeah, so, so, so tell me, tell me a little bit about what we can expect coming up. Is it going to be a lot of like, are you guys training for a show? Do, are we going to see that? So, and yeah, what does it um, go into? Like, what goes into prep for a show? Man, a lot, a lot. Um, it's kind of like that's see, that's the one thing about bodybuilding that kind of like separates itself from every other sport it's like a 24 7 like gig once you're in a prep you got to think about making sure you get your meals in your training the amount of sleep has to be on 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 the money every night um your vitamins your supplements so it's just like and we're eating like every couple hours so it's like not another sport where it's like okay we're gonna train a couple hours a day and the rest of the day we're, we're gonna get to chill like we have to be constantly be on point with everything we do mm-hmm. Even it's crazy, even like little things like you wouldn't think, but like he has to add one fourth teaspoon of salt to every meal, right? And if he doesn't, that can throw everything off. So, those little, so little, little details like, like we that. Have, we think about like our sodium intake, our water intake. Mm-hmm. Damn, so you sure. said I got to be like a chef slash chemist as well. That's too <laughs> that, damn much. Exactly. That, man, that's how I learned how to cook because like before, like, I, I come from like a Filipino background and nothing that we ever cooked in our household was considered healthy and they weren't going to cook like separate food for me they go they were like oh our food's not good enough go figure it out on your own right. so that's how i became a freaking chef right. not, not like a real chef but but yes um, you'll definitely oh, sorry 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 it's all right you'll They're definitely just the worst on the show <laughs> that one's a little feisty it happens um, but yes, you'll definitely see a lot of the prep on our YouTube. Um, he just started his prep about a week ago, and I start my prep at the end of August. So you'll definitely see uh, how our body is going to transform over the next few weeks, months, months, months. Yeah, and um, you know, like what goes into our workouts, how they change from you know an off season to a on season, or how the meals change. You'll definitely see all of that. How's the, um, so, so you say off season, um, that's when you're not in show and then like, how far do you begin the preparation? Like when I used to fight, it was a, like an eight week camp or, you know, you're kind of working out all the time, but then you kind of get mm-hmm. really serious within the, like the last eight weeks. So, so how far out is it for you guys? Or so like, it, it really depends on like 
where your body fat level is in the off season? Like if you were sloppy or you actually still followed a regimented plan during the off season where you're still relatively lean. So usually that uh, uh, prep normally, if you want a good prep, we always recommend like a 16 or 20 week prep, which is like about four or five months. Some people can do it in 12 mm -hmm. if they're already relatively lean to begin with. But even then, you kind of you never kind of want to rush this process because like the process of trying to peel off fat while retaining your muscles is a process you don't want to rush just because if you try to pull calories too quickly, then you lose the muscle you're trying to preserve. So we always recommend like a, a longer um, and slower prep. So usually around 16 to 20 weeks. Okay. Last dang. but last year, like I prepped Shoot. I prepped almost 28 weeks. Like I prepped for like seven months. God dang. Yeah. Well, it paid off but, though. I mean, you got first, right? So, <laughs> yeah, and as a pro, like, see, because I'm a, we're both amateurs right now. But like, as a pro, you're basically prepping year year round with maybe four to eight week breaks every now and then, every prep. Right. So the yeah. question on everybody's mind is, uh, are you going to be stripping out of those uh, board shorts there and hopping into one of those <laughs> there thongs there, buddy? <laughs> not anytime soon. I'm, I'm, I hope so. I'm, I'm, not, I'm rolling with the board shorts for at least a few more years. Hopefully as a pro too. So uh, now this serious question, are those two different events or is that just pro and amateur? The No, no, no. So, there are, so the board shorts that you see like some people wear, that's a different division in itself. Right, right, okay. So that's called men's physique, and there, are, yeah, there's a, there's a pro division for that as well. What you see in the trunks or like even the classic shorts that they wear now, that'd be like open bodybuilding and classic physique. So those are like the speedos you're talking about. Right. So there's. Did you already buy him some of those speedos, Lex? Just in preparation, you got a couple some, of those. Um, purple glittery ones. Huh? <laughs> that's for sure. Purple definitely is color. Rainbow one in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what is funny is that division and his division. Um, so he does a lot of like upper body stuff because he wears the board shorts, the guys who wear like the speedos, they have to work on upper body and lower body glutes, hammies, calves, everything. So yeah. that's probably a lot. Don't get it twisted. We still train legs. <laughs> you do train we legs. Train yes. Legs. <laughs> yeah. I remember that one time we trained legs and I almost yeah. fell down the stairs. <laughs> that's usually how it, a lot of my own sessions go i think remember i was laying on the floor or something i think i have it on my instagram page i think i saw that picture yeah, yeah. <laughs> i almost died i think i went home that night and almost died like literally but i remember when you put us through a boxing workout i was pretty dead yeah. too that's yeah. true yeah there's different yeah. muscles yeah, yeah fair yeah. enough <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah different muscles <laughs> So that's cool, man. Um, hopefully we get to see a little more of the lifestyle and like what you guys hanging out. Cause you guys vacation a lot. Um, sure. and you like to have we're fun. Yeah. You're always we're somewhere. Sure. We're just trying to try to find that balance. Cause this is like, so like all consuming when we get into like the deep, dark depths of prep mm -hmm. that it, it, sometimes we just need that little break or that little vacation just to kind of turn our minds off. Yeah. How's the dynamic with you two working out? Cause like me and my wife can't work out together. Um, Cause like, yeah, I don't we hear know. that a lot. I'm a we pain actually do hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pain Thanks. in the in the ass. Like, really, honestly, like, I, I probably I probably irritate her more than I help her. Really? It's when, totally when you me. guys it's work out, all. when you work out, do you lead the workouts, or does she kind of chime in to say like, "Let's do this"? Or, uh, I don't know. We so it it's been so long since we've worked out together. We kind of just go to the gym. And go to like our separate corners and then we'll see each mm -hmm. other every now and then like two or three workouts 
maybe walk by like a little kiss or something. But other than that, it's not, it's not like we work out together. It's probably because like I'm a jerk. So I'm like, I'll get frustrated. <laughs> you know how I got frustrated like with boxing? Like when, when yeah. you weren't doing something right, I'll say something jerkish. Yeah, she doesn't like that. So, so I just like That's avoid funny. it. But how does that work with you guys? We actually work really well together when we train. Um, yeah, luckily. I mean, <laughs> I think I think it's just um, the only time we don't train together is if like our our workout routines don't match that day. Yeah. So she has to train like she has like a glute or hamstring day, and I'm training just and we won't train together. But if our schedules align, then she we probably pretty much, yeah, yeah train together almost every day. She's probably one of the best training partners I've had, just because I mean. She, she 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 trains like a dude like she trains hard Aww. she doesn't train like a sissy so i don't know if that's good or if that's bad no you're you're super tough you're super tough Thanks. so I, i've seen you guys work out in the gym and you can't break alley at all um the question from the comments says what's the first thing y'all eat after y'all your, your show oh so we all oh the, we always like have something planned so like one year like my first show ever was here in Culver City, so there was like a there's a place called Meatzilla, mm -hmm. where you where they do a burger, but the buns are pepperoni pizzas. That sounds. So that's what I would my... <laughs> heavy, right? Yeah. yeah that sounds. Uh... <laughs> wait, wait. Okay, so they put two slices of pizza and a burger inside. Yeah. No, no. So it's not right. like a slice of pizza. So it's like it's like a circular. Almost pizza. like bagel. No, no. It's not even bagel. It's like a circular pizza. Just like miniature, they slap all the, the the patty, the veggies, all the trimmings of the burger, and another circular pizza under it. God dang, that's a fat it's man a, move. And we definitely need to see that on video. So make sure you record <laughs> that next time. That's what definitely was, not my go-to. Yeah, uh, you know, it's so funny. <laughs> my go-to normally is not this, but I was craving like a wet burrito with beans and rice and a large, large margarita. Like, that's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't like that out here in Texas, man. The food out here, like the Mexican food, it's all Tex-Mex. It is. Oh. I mean, it's yeah. good. It's good for, like, Tex-Mex, right? Like, it's. Right. Yeah. All their other food is so good. But mm -hmm. if you just want, like, real Mexican food, like, you got to go far away from where I live. And it's just, like. And it's just, okay. just been, well, you lived in L.A. and they set the standard high, like. Outside of like, I don't know, maybe Mexico, like you can get the best Mexican food in L.A. For yeah. sure. And I had a lot of like uh, Mexican friends and family growing That's up. So I got a, like a lot of home cooked Mexican food. So I hear it just better. Huh? Yeah. yeah, dude, it, it is the worst when you're like just trying to catch a taco truck and you go up to it and there's like barbecue sauce on the carne asada. You're like, what the hell? Oh, they do that. That's what they do out there. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That sounds like a sin. It, it is a sin. It, uh, somewhere. Mexican Jesus is really pissed off about it. <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. So what have you guys been doing to stay busy? Like I see you guys got a gym open out there. So what, what have you been doing to stay busy during this COVID season? I'm surprised you know, so no funny. babies coming up right now. No, we this puppy. This puppy was the new baby of the year. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, it's so funny at the beginning of quarantine, we, uh, We've got like board games and we got card games and we were playing a bunch of those. And so what she's saying is that we were not productive to start. <laughs> right. But as Maybe time went on, yeah, we we just kind of started working on our um, our YouTube page and uh, promoting that. And 
I mean, working like, out and I mean, you want to talk about other business like outside of fitness yeah we actually just started another new business as well cool. um yeah so we, we found some really cool mentors who are kind of just mentoring us to build our own asset um that way we don't have to work in the fitness industry you know our whole life and we can just kind of do what we want so we've cool. been working what with industry them. is that in um it's kind of like a uh like a people building business. So the more people that you help benefit, grow their own business, the better you do. Sure. Sure. Cool. That's what's yeah. up. What's the name of the company? Um, right. yeah, well, so, 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 no, like, no, yeah. <laughs> so like the mentors that we work with is kind of like, we look at, we look at them as like the fitness coaches we have, so, but just on the business side. Mm -hmm. So they're called, they're called worldwide group. And that's who we work with. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. I, yeah, I don't know if you've them. heard of, they're kind of connected to like Amway businesses and things like that. Yeah, I don't think I've heard of Worldwide Group. I know I know Sage that your family's big in uh uh World, World Financial Flat. Group. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it's a separate one, but yeah, kind yeah, of the same. Cool, man. Not, yeah. Yeah, cool. same yeah, concept. It's, it's called multi-level marketing, is what it's called. Correct. Correct. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I dabbled in that for a little while uh with a company called World Ventures. Uh that mm -hmm. was fun. It was like a travel like Costco business. Basically, you get a travel club, and you get travel at uh, super super cheap. So, actually, one of my anniversaries, which is tomorrow, um, we uh, went to Cozumel, Mexico, for like a week, and uh, with flight and five days uh, at a five star resort, all inclusive. It was like under oh, a thousand bucks for the both of us. Oh, wow. um, yeah, so it was cool, and this was like. 2009 uh wow. so it was really fun and i had a good time doing that so yeah man more power to you uh it says which body group is easiest for you to build and which body group is your hardest uh, and needs more focus to build i think personally i think that depends on your body type and well yeah for oh, you. like oh yeah, okay um me specifically my shoulders um were the hardest to grow um in that photo right there some of the feedback from like the judges and from my coach was i had to broaden my shoulders and make them a little bit bigger and rounder mm -hmm. so they were they're really hard for me to grow i can do a lot of lateral raises and shoulder presses and i just feel like they haven't you know increased in size um but the easiest part for me i think would be like my my hamstrings and my quads any leg you know, girls like to do legs. I love legs. So yeah. I feel like those are the easiest for me to, to grow. But um, this whole off season, I've been working really hard on growing my shoulders and we've definitely made some improvements. So I'm and that's really happy funny that. because usually like your posture and your shoulders are one of the, the most noticeable things about you with your dancer background. You stand mm -hmm. straight and you walk around like you're the buffest woman in the room, which you usually are. <laughs> but um, so that's 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 a interesting Interesting there. What about you, Sage? What what's the hardest muscle group and then easiest? Man, my mine's been my back since forever. Like, um, it just like when I first started training, it just it's it's because when you a lot of the times when you train, like you can see what you're working out in the mirror. Your back for a lot of people is just a, is just an issue because you can't see it. So I was just one of those people, and I mean we've had like three, four off seasons with my coach where like the feedback was just grow your back grow your back because everything from the front my chest my shoulders my arms i could pretty much like i would confidently confidently say like i could match up against 
90, 95% of people at the national level right. if, from the front side, but a lot of guys get me from the back. So that's just <laughs> what I've been working on. Yeah. Fra- phrasing there, buddy. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> <Just> fra- <laughs> phrasing. Or phrasing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of guys get you from the back. I don't know. I don't know how they <laughs> feel about that. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, actually, I remember, I think the first show you did, you might have took second. Was it second? Yeah, last year, yeah. yeah and the, uh, I remember that was the one thing you really wanted to go work on, and that was uh, the one thing that um, that me and uh, Lex were talking about was like, if he gets the back right, we know he's going to win. And then uh, right. you, you touch your back up, and it, and it looked great, and you guys end up bringing gold home. Um, when is the next show? When is that? Uh, when is your next you know competition? So we – oh, yeah, we've, for me, we picked out our shows – it's going to be in, in December. So I got two shows back to back. The first one's on the fifth, which is we look at it's like, so there's three levels to shows. There's um, a local, national, and then pro. So that December 5th one's just what you, we consider a local show and will qualifies you to a national show if you win. And then the weekend right after, it's the big national show of the year. It's the last one of the year. It's USA, it's here in LA. And if I handle business from, from at that first show, we're just going to roll right into that weekend and then see if I can get my pro card this year. There you go. Yeah. You, um, you ended up helping another one of our mutual friends, Gian, uh, go, and he ended up going to compete, man. You turned him, uh, into from like a, like a, like a weekend warrior kind of workout guy into like a, a, a <laughs> stage ready guy, man. I was, I was thoroughly impressed with the job he did with him. Yeah, man. Gene's I got to give mad props to him because I put it on him. Like I just like, um, for a first prep, I really, really made him suffer because that's just what he needed for his body. Like his body was very stubborn. I even told him he looked like to start. He looked like the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> right, right. right. And, and then to see how he stepped up six months later, shredded on stage, man, it was a super big accomplishment from him. It was, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, for real. Actually, I'm gonna show the camera that. See if they could see it. I can't see. Hold on. Let me see if I could see my camera. Yeah, that's actually the side-by-side comparison. So that's him on stage. That's you're you're off screen. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm showing the camera. Different camera. Oh, okay. I got two cameras here. Um, right. One that so I could see you and talk to you guys, and then the other one so that the people could see at home. Um, but yeah, uh, look great, man. Um, I, I was really, really thoroughly impressed by that job because I've known Gian since he was, I don't know, uh, Maybe twenty years old, maybe nineteen, seventeen, or something. But he's a young. Yeah, you guys go, you guys go way back. Uh, I don't know that. Yeah, we met at the gym, and uh, we just kind of talking. Uh, you know, just hang out with him a little bit, and he's a funny guy. And he's uh, so he funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he's a he's a ball to be around, and you know, he wanted to get into it, but didn't really know how. And I was glad that you guys linked up, man. That's cool. Yeah, man, like I said, like. He was spending like he would train hour hour and a half, do cardio for almost an hour hour and a half, and then he was eating like a like a like a what poverty calories like it was just rough on him and it just I like I said just give him mad props for just sticking it out because not a lot of people could have done what he did for sure man um you guys getting into the I know you and I are big UFC guys you getting into the fight this weekend. Man, you, you don't even have to ask me questions. You know, you know we are. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where are you watching? 
Probably here oh. at home. Yeah. Who you got? I'm rolling with DC. You got it. You're going to roll with DC? Uh, <laughs> what yeah. about you? I was talking to a colleague of mine uh, today, and I was like, so I like DC, and DC is one of my favorite fighters of all time. Um, but I really want to see Stipe win because he's going to stay around. Right. Right. So DC is going to go off. Win, lose, or draw, DC has gone. Um, I mean, unless money, money still talks, and I, I hear still rumblings, if he wins, they might offer that Jones fight. It's enough money. I don't know. I don't know. If you want, yeah, just, I don't know if he wants it, right? He so doesn't just, sound like he wants it. He doesn't sound like he, I've been watching the Embedded show, and he didn't sound right, like right. he was interested, you know? Yeah. So. But when it comes down to, I'm, so you're saying you want CBA to win, but like, just as a breakdown between the two, how do you think he's going to do it? Because it seems like Cormier's mind's clear. He's ready to go. He's not going to mess around. He's not going to do what he did last with the fight. How do you think Stipe is going to get it done? So if Stipe with can manage... Page too. Yeah, with if Stipe page. could manage to stuff the takedown, um, I, think, I think he'll be just fine because it, it's really hard to learn how to keep your elbow down at you know, 15, 16 years old when you're just learning how to fight. So okay. I, I think it's going to be really hard for DC to learn to keep his elbow down um, at 42, you know, when he's already won the championship in multiple divisions. So I think that that shot's still going to be there for Stipe. Right, and, but like you said, he could sub one takedown, but I don't know if that's just, it's about stopping one takedown. So yeah. Even DC somewhere like just, He's going to chain wrestle the, the crap out of him. Yeah, that could be a little gamesmanship, though. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Who else is fighting? We got, we got Sugar, Sean Sugar O'Malley. Sean. Yeah. I was like, I was surprised they gave him the co-main, but he's blowing up right now. He's the guy right now. Yeah, well, he's interesting. He's funny. Uh, he's young. Um, and he puts on a good show. I think, I think they're going to move him along a little too fast. Like, um, like, like they usually do. Yeah, and he's probably going to run into some heartbreak. Um, yeah, I think people like Cody Garbrandt are made to fight, you know, Sugar Sugar Shane O'Malley because he'll he'll come forward guns blazing. He gets a real emotional. But if you saw Garbrandt in his last fight, uh, my goodness, he just took um, a sunset's head off. Yeah, and he was really patient, really you know methodical. If he fights like that, I think he does Sean O'Malley. But if he, oh yeah. If he gets into a firefight, which he's known to do, and it's easy to draw him into, I think uh, Shane, o Shane O'Malley, Sean, 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 Sean O'Malley um, will will end up finishing him uh, early. But let's see how he does against Vera. I mean, it's a step up in class. So let's and see. Vera's how. a very solid dude. Yeah, he's a, he's been around a while. He's you know he's got a name. So let let's see what he does. Any other fights you're looking forward to on that card? I just watched the one this weekend, uh, and Derek Lewis. I always watch Derek Lewis fight because we we always yeah, do. We do. <laughs> She's a big fan of him. Yeah. He's just a fun guy to watch. He is. So I don't know if you know this, but uh, I actually gave uh, Derek Lewis his first fight and second fight. No uh, way. What do you mean, yeah. What do you mean so I promoted them. I, I had a uh, I had ownership in a company here in Houston back in 2009 and 10, and. Uh, wow. I uh I gave him his opportunity to turn pro in the Worldwide Gladiator Association. He beat 
Nick Mitchell in the second round uh, by stoppage, TKO. Then he came back and fought again. Uh, I can't remember who he fought the second time. But, uh, yeah, I have both of those on tape. Like, I, I owned a piece of that company and we ended up selling it. But, yeah, he um, I'll oh. never forget it. He was six months. He literally looked at me uh, and one of my partners in the eye, and he said, look, I'm six months out of prison. Um, I'm just trying to change my life. And, uh, you know, fighting for you and Master P and all of that would be the best opportunity I ever had in my life. And he fought at light heavyweight. It ended uh, up how was his first weight. couple fights? Yeah, it was his first two fights. Yeah, his first two no, how, fights. How were they? Uh, amazing. I'll send you the link. Um, it, it looks a lot like it looks now. You know, really <laughs> just, you know, raw power. Um, he throws a lot more kicks now. Um, but he was a little lighter. He actually has a huge hand, bro. So we had to order special gloves like for him, um, you know, cause we just get X and, you know, XL large. We had to order a four X, which is the same size as Brock Lesnar. Jesus. Whoa. Yeah. So it was like, we had to pay special for his gloves and he was the only one to ever use them. Um, yeah, but he was a great dude, man. Um, haven't spoken to him in a long time. Uh, but yeah, man. Anytime he fights, uh, I watch it. You know. So yeah, so yeah. Yeah. His his interviews are always the best. You see this latest one. He's like, I gotta take a shit. And they're like, Hey, you're on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what so a character. Funny, yeah. Yeah. If you if you want a good time, man, go follow his Instagram or his uh his Twitter because yeah, I already do. I think I already follow his Instagram. It's oh. ridiculous, and he's a good solid dude. When uh Hurricane Harvey hit down here in uh texas in houston he actually has like a super lifted truck and he was uh, helping evacuate people driving his oh, truck wow. back and forth through the flood oh, wow. how nice yeah um and he didn't ask for no recognition or anything like that he just did it just because he's a good dude you know right what are you guys looking most forward to in uh building the brand and, and going on what are you looking like making this a uh like a career you know down in in, in the long run or uh is it something that you guys are just like looking to do it while you move forward? I think right now it's something that we would just like to put more content out and just to really help people. But I think down the line, it would be nice to, you know, have YouTube eventually maybe sponsor us that way more people can see our videos and more people we can impact and things yeah, like that. I think a little, to, to answer your question, like a little bit of, like a little bit of both. Like yeah. right now we, we look at it as small scale, just really trying to help with, the people that we can reach and, and just go day by day. And if it does turn into something bigger, then we'll just, we'll ride with it. But yeah. I, I don't, well, I don't look at it as like, um, yeah. something we plan for like later on. It's like, Oh, I want to be a YouTube star, social influencer. Like that's not, that's not the goal. Right. But right, if, right. If, if, for some reason, if our, our page just starts to blow up a little bit and we're able to help more people then yeah, let's, we'll ride with it. I mean, it should. Sure. You guys are a, a handsome-looking couple, and uh, you both have great uh, personalities and attitudes towards life. I know, like Alex, um, or Lex, excuse me, uh, is uh, like she she does her yoga, and like spirituality means a lot. And then I know you've mm -hmm. been more recently getting into like your spirituality. So you guys got a, like a strong dynamic, and um, obviously, you guys both look great. So that always helps, right? Um, and I think if you guys just have fun with it uh, and enjoy each other and enjoy the process, because uh, one thing I know, like making this show, I'm, I'm on, congratulations, you guys are on episode 88, by the way. 
Um, wow. Yeah. So that's my favorite number is eight. So you guys are my favorite couple. So you're on 88. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I, um, I know that at times, because uh, I do it all myself. Um, like yes. even when I edit the videos, I edit them. I put the show together. I do all the promotion. Uh, so I don't know who's doing your work, but just stick with it. Um, and get through those times because there'll be times where uh, you're not seeing any results, but it's a lot of work, right? Yeah. Um, and I mean, I know you guys know from working out that, you know, sometimes when you're working the hardest, the results are happening on the inside and uh, people aren't seeing it until you get to that point where people are amazed by what happens and then they think it's easy work. Um, so, so continue, man, you guys, you guys are like, doing good things, man. I'm really happy that you guys decided to do it because I think it was, I think it was something that, um, I talked to Alex about before was like, man, you guys should do like a YouTube page or be some like influencers somewhere. Um, mm -hmm. because I think, I think you guys have, not everybody has it. Right. And that's what I learned in entertainment management is it doesn't matter how cute or how ugly. Sometimes people just have it, something that draws other people to them. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think you guys have that. Thank so, you. Appreciate that. that. Yeah, definitely. Also, because like to give the credit to what you're just talking about, to backtrack, she does all the editing, the most of the filming, and really everything so far. <laughs> but you know, I, what? I just kind of show up and, and manage and, and give <laughs> look life, cute. You know, yeah. Give He's doing a lot of the work right now. Thanks, babe. I always tell him, like, if I'm going to edit this video, can you go make my meal for me? And that, that's the trade-off. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it It's definitely a process, and it's fun to learn how to do it, um, especially yeah. when you have, like, no clue. Because I, I had no clue how to put on a podcast or how to stream it or how to do any of that. Like, I actually had to learn a lot of it when I was working with Master P, like, video editing. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's one thing he always wanted to do was just keep everything in house. Um, mm -hmm. So shout out to Chris Lopez. He just hopped on. He's like, Gene. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so anytime we needed something, he'd be like, well, go learn how to do it, you know? And then I just hop on a computer and learn how to do it. YouTube University is my friend. And I think it's your <laughs> friend too. So anytime you need to learn how to do anything, uh, feel free to call me because uh, I, I know mostly how to do editing and stuff like that. Um, and yeah. marketing is my strong point. I actually just started a digital marketing company. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, me and a buddy of mine from out there. We got our first client, which is Vergata Athletica. I don't know if you guys have been seeing. I've been sharing that a lot more. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a big thing here in where we all live, right? Vergata? Yeah. 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 So um, I just picked up you know, theirs and I'm, I'm actually doing their marketing or whatnot. So the, the campaign's doing great. Uh, it's LA, uh, Texas, what's well, California, Texas, and New York is where the campaign's running and, mm -hmm. uh, it's doing well. So, um, like a lot of their new marketing you see, um, it's, I'm doing it. I'm the one who's doing it. So, um, oh. that's been a big venture for me and my buddy does all the SEO optimization, stuff like that. But uh, if you go to like the Facebook or whatever, or the Instagram, any of the videos you see from like, I just started the last week of July. Uh, yeah. So anything you see pretty much from uh, August 1st on, I've done. Uh, nice. That's freaking awesome. So you guys. How do you guys get linked up with them? 
um, I know the owner. And um, I was like, hey, man, who does your marketing? And he was like, uh, well, right now I'm in between. And I said, great, I'm going to do it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And he was like, okay, how much is it going to cost? And I was like, we'll talk. And then it happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're so persuasive. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's it's what I love to do. And um, it, it's it's like an outlet. Uh, it's like a creative outlet, which is like what right. you guys are doing, right? Uh, yeah. You guys get to be a little bit creative, have a little bit of fun, and then hopefully make some money off of it, right? Uh, help cool. some people out, right? Um, so I think that's what it is for me. So we're going with DC in the main event, Sugar Sean in the co-main. You got any sleepers this weekend? Let's, let's pull up the card. Do you have the card on you? I don't even know. The rest of the cards I heard is kind of weak. <laughs> Nothing really caught my eye, which is kind of a bummer for DC as his like, retirement, fight, retirement card that they didn't put out a better card for him. Do you know uh, what the girl's card is? Is always a girl card? I'm going to pull it up right now. Hold on. There's not always oh, yeah. one. There's mm. usually one. Um, I mean, but... we have, I think the other fights, Dos Santos and Rosenstrike. Oh, Rosenstrike. yeah. Yeah, that's that, coming up. That might up. be a little bit of a banger. Yeah, that's coming up. How's that going to go? I'm, I'm, I might roll with the, with the young dog. Think so? I think so. He's, I think he's looking he's, for a little pretty... redemption, right? Right. Oh, you got Dodson. Dodson's fighting. Uh, you uh, got Jim Miller. I mean, those are some old heads. All three of them: Dos Santos, John Dodson, Jim Miller. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not familiar with these two female fighters. It's Ashley Yoder yeah, versus uh, Liv Livana Souza. So I'm yeah, not familiar with her. I'm familiar with Felicia Herring. She's fighting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the rest of the yeah, card is kind of weak, huh? Yeah, man. It's, it looks, it, would, it looks like a fight night more than. So, well, you got big names in the, in the three, three fights leading. Well, the, the three ending fights. So you got Dos Santos versus Rosenstrike, which is going to be good. O'Malley versus Vera, uh, which is, which is going to be a good fight. And then Stipe versus Cormier. But yeah, they didn't put on a, I mean, they got Dodson on maybe the opener or yeah, they got Dodson on the opener. So, mm -hmm. so I mean, they kind of they put it all right. I would have probably moved. Maybe they could have moved uh, um, Derek Lewis to this week and put him on the card instead of like Dos Santos and Rosenstrike. Mm -hmm. And that would have been a little bit better card. But it was uh, it's it'll be a good show, man. DC is a is is a class act. He's a gamer. He's a gamer, man. Yeah. He's gonna show up both of them. Yeah. Um. But I, I think uh, I think I'm gonna roll with Stepe just because. I want him to win uh, because yeah. of the division and moving everything forward. But it would be good to see DC going out on top for sure. What do you What do you think about Khabib's last couple fights? Uh, I think that I mean, he, you heard that talk. I assume. Yeah, yeah. I think I think um, I don't know. I think he he probably shouldn't fight anymore. Um, it depends on how he looks because. Uh, losing somebody like that that's in your life that's like pretty much the main motivation for your life um, it, it'll change you and and I think it's, we'll see in the workouts how he looks right um, 
but his last couple of fights, I mean, they're, they're all right. Uh, I know he he smashed Connor. He beat the hell out of Connor. Um, but after that, he didn't look too great. Like super impressive, right? And then I mean, against Ally Aquinta, he didn't really look too impressive. So, um, I think he, when you start yeah, talking he about retirement, but it's like. Um... No one can crack his code, you know? He's lost one round in 30 fights. Sure. Um, but but with that being said, I, I think Gaethje has a huge chance of upsetting him. Yeah, yeah. I think the, sto- the storm is brewing for Gaethje. Well, it depends on Gaethje's takedown defense. Well, I, well I heard, everything I've heard and everyone that talks about it says it's pretty damn legit. Yeah, like Ally Aquinta put on a hell of a show against him because Khabib couldn't take him down and keep him down. You know, that's his yeah. game. His game is take you down, keep you down, and pound you to death, um, yeah. which he's really great at. So, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to it, but I- I'm a little bit weary because he lost his father. Rest in peace to his dad. Um, yeah. That's a tough situation because it's such a, a close inspiration for him. Yeah. Right. Um, maybe it'll make him better. Maybe it'll, you know, his dad's not here and it, it'll, it'll, he'll be fighting for his dad's honor, you know? So yeah. that's what I hope. Um, what, what, so, yeah, we'll see. so you guys release every, every Tuesday. Tell us about the schedule. Yeah, that's the goal. Every Tuesdays. Every Tuesdays for now. Um, it might increase over time, but as of now, every Tuesdays. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Keep, keep the consistency. That's exactly why I brought the show back on Tuesdays. Cause it actually mm-hmm. works better. The guy who was commenting, Nathan Dove, uh, um, he, he's going to be like hosting with me a lot more, but he can't do Tuesday. So we'll probably do two days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to keep Tuesday because it was consistent. Um, we got, we got Justin Gaethje sucks and has a suspect chin. Ooh. That's a hot take. <laughs> well, I don't from, know about that. It's from the uh, from the from the comments down there. Ninety five O chimed in with he's got a suspect chin. So I know he's got a heart as big as the state of Texas, but who did he lose to? Did he? Yeah, was it Poirier? Did he lose it to was Poirier? Poirier. He, but, but he he was winning that fight, and he was also, and then I think he lost to Alvarez too, but he was winning that fight. But see, here's the thing. Since those fights, there's been a switch, right? You saw all his wins prior to Ferguson. It's a different Gaethje with um, with what's his face, um, with his coach. Yeah, he just kind of like switched on mental, took a different turn mentally. Dude, he beat the hell out of Hollow. I mean, of uh, uh, Ferguson. I, I was completely shocked. Yeah, that was one of the worst beatings I've seen. Yeah, of a of a talk- high level fighter. And we're talking. Yeah, we're talking about. Tony Ferguson. Dude, we're talking about the boogeyman. El Kukoy. That's that's why they call him that. I mean, he's he's a scary person. So um uh, yeah, I was I was thoroughly impressed with his last performance. And uh but if his if his takedown game is not what anybody says it is takedown defense, he's gonna get the hell beat out of him because Khabib's an animal. Yeah. I mean the guy's literally the opposite of Khabib. He yeah. uses his wrestling to defend and wants to stand and then Khabib uses his striking to get to his wrestling. If I was Gaethje, I'd be a little bit pissed off because they're talking about uh, switching. GSP. Like, yeah, GSP. We're, you're looking past Gaethje saying we're getting ready for GSP. Really? Yeah, that's a big mistake. Donnie, you think he's going to get – oh, he's going to – oh, he's got KO losses. What Donnie was saying is 
he's got KO losses, so he's been knocked out and put to sleep in in both of his losses. Um, I think the Poirier one, one, he gassed more than he got knocked out. Right. Well, Khabib's not a a knockout artist. He doesn't really have to worry about that. It's more the ground and pound. Exactly. That's a big-ass water. (laughs) He's going to just grab a gallon and chug it. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody could see it. I could see it, but that was a huge... He just grabbed a, a gallon of water like it was this drink right here. It was just... Just big old... Gigantic <laughs> drink that was crazy so that's cool man i'm really happy for you guys um like i said ladies and gentlemen every tuesday so smash that like button uh go ahead and follow the link and subscribe uh every tuesday you'll catch a video from lex and sage you want any uh promote anything else because we're on our way out we've been on it surprisingly like i told you guys it goes quick it's almost 10 o'clock here uh in my time so oh, we've wow. almost been on an hour so um wow. You got anything else you wanted you wanted to send out this way? Let everybody know what to be expecting, or um, well, I mean, if you haven't checked it out, we released a new video video today, mm-hmm. so that's our second video. It's if you guys kind of want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's just a little bit about um, if you're looking, you know, for a coach, whether that's in your normal lifestyle or you're looking to do a competition, just what to look for in a coach, and then um, just some diet tips. I'm going to show you like what I eat throughout my day, and um, yeah, simple diet tips. No, I think. The video is more like there's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of females that are like scared of eating, eating, eating heavy a lot and training heavy because they think it's that old um, old saying oh, oh I might look too manly. Well, she's a living example that if you eat right, you eat, you can eat a lot and train hard, you you build a physique that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's actually a good call out there, buddy, because. Uh, um, yeah, looking manly is like the number one thing that women say, right? It's like, I don't want to look mm-hmm. too manly. I don't want to look too manly. Um, but you've been doing a great job of like keeping it keeping it feminine but muscular at the same time. One of the girls uh, that that's going to be doing the shoot for me, um, her, her motto is uh, fit, not skinny. Like that's what, that's what she likes to be called, right? Or strong, yeah. not skinny. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Strong, not skinny. Um, so I think you do a good job of doing that. Uh, congratulations guys. I mean, you guys first episode one week old, 246 views. Uh, so congratulate. That's, that's good, man. Keep that pace up. Um, don't get caught up in the likes and the dislikes or the views. Just get caught up in making the the good content that people will enjoy. Mm -hmm. And, um, we'll do a follow up. We'll, we'll hang out. I'll have you guys back and, uh, maybe, you know, you guys could take a trip to Houston and be in uh in, in studio together. That would be so fun, yes. Yeah, you gotta come see the new baby. Oh, I know, I know. We gotta meet him. Yeah. yeah. They'll look at Sage like Uncle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate having you guys on. If you want to hang on for a minute, uh, as I close out the show, I just wanna highlight you guys real quick after the show. Cool. Thank you so much. We really appreciate this. All right. Let me just close out. Ladies and gentlemen, for my co-hosts, for my uh, absent T co-hosts, this is Gene Van Horn signing off. We'll see you there or we'll see you at another time. You've been listening to the What Happens When podcast. Tune in next time to find out God knows what.